Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's time for the spillover here on Early Break, as we have our friends from old school joining us. I think Jay will be in the building momentarily, but we have DP here. DP, it was a heck of a Husker weekend, a heck of a sports weekend. How the heck are you? <laughs> I'm good. It was it was, it was was good to uh, to watch yesterday. Uh, we got a good start, right? You, you, get, you get Mathis in the building. Uh, baseball found some runs, which was good. Softball, yeah, we didn't mention that. Oh, yeah. Softball had a, ground, a nice bounce back uh, to their weekend. Uh, even track and field had some success. So, yeah, it's a good weekend. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we did have Oshan Mathis even on early break here at the top of the hour. So uh, head to the uh, the podcast page or the YouTube page, Facebook, wherever you get our content. Uh, we, we've tried to... Put it everywhere so that you can't miss out on it. Uh, check that out uh, as we as we get it posted throughout the day. Um, how big of a, a get was Oshan for you? I mean, I, I, you know, there's obviously still um, depth concerns there, but as far as a, a top end guy that you can put on your defensive line, I mean, he's proven. He's been all Big Twelve twice now. Um, it, you know, do you see this as one of the biggest gets out of the portal for Nebraska? I've tried to 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 stay in the lane, especially when it comes to football. And some folks will say that I should, it should be this way across the board. But improving the level of talent that people you have in that space is, is important. Um, the fan base will tell you what the temperature of the room is. And for those who are thrilled that he's here, they should be. should be. It's an added piece uh, to a puzzle. Um, you still have questions in that space. Uh, valid questions. So great get uh it's not the end end game piece it's a great get it 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 really it's a statement of you know there was some reason where somebody had choices uh to choose nebraska again and i don't um you know i'm not doing backflips but i'm thrilled for the for the fan base to 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 get this win because they needed a win the fan base needed a win <laughs> yeah, I Jay is here. Like Jay has arrived. <laughs> well, hey, listen here, man. Y'all try to do Tom Coughlin time on me and stuff, man. You ten minutes early, you five minutes late. Are we a little early? Are we a little? Yeah, you a little early, but it's cool. A little premature, you're the, the great, a little premature broadcasting, sir. 
Sorry. <laughs> the great, the great ones adjust. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna car you on it. Nobody needs that guilt in their life. Right. <laughs> but I see that's how we're gonna start our week off, Sip. So let's get after it. Don't try to sell me on it. That's how we're starting it off. We, we here. Let's get, so let's just come to terms. We have with a it. little different lineup today, so it's not. You know, we do things a little bit differently. Okay. Let's get thank you, by the way. Let's the get Jay on the stream. How about we do that? Yeah, yeah we should work on that. Yeah. Uh, hey, Bach. Thanks, by the way. Yeah, Public yeah. thank you to Bach for joining us this early in the morning. Oh, yeah, trooper. no problem. Yeah, I, it was fun, too. Thanks. Bach's a trooper. Yeah, let me let me work on getting this, uh, get on the stream as we get your guys' opinions here. Jay, why don't you get your opinion on O'Shawn Mathis over the weekend? Big get for Nebraska. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, uh, you know, anytime you can grab somebody out of the portal that you want, um, I mean, it's a good, you know, and especially, at, I guess, at a, in air quotes, a position of need. Um you know, there's no, there's nothing negative about it. You know, I mean, it's uh, you know, this you know when you're deviling in nil and transfer portal, you got to find your own little way to make stuff happen. Um, now, I will say this isn't the way to this isn't sustainable to think like you're just gonna just do this every year and be down in Indianapolis hoist, hoisting you know trophies. But with the dynamics of where we're at. Um, you know, as a program and as a you know football team, this is something that you need to do to hopefully try to kickstart it and have that year to win. You know, obviously you get enough wins to get to a bowl game. Um, so, look, he's a guy that you know when you look in the transfer portal, which in my opinion, there's not a lot of guys that have you can put on two years worth of game film mm-hmm. and have a chance at him. So they had a chance at him, they got him. Um, how he got here doesn't really matter. The fact is that he's going to be here and. I don't know, a couple months, I assume. No, he's gonna be here on May twenty or May twenty. Okay, and then in a few weeks, a and then he'll be weeks. he'll he'll jump right into, you know the you know the summer conditioning and and uh, you know earning his spot and stuff like that. So, um, you know it's it works too. I mean it's twofold. I mean the day you know look, coaching is 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 a full time job. Recruiting is a full time job, both on campus and off campus. Because as you go and you're able to kind of have transfers. You still got to recruit kids in high school. You got to recruit these dudes that are potentially coming here, you know, like transfer You got to recruit your roster. And then you got to re-recruit your roster, which is a, you know, weekly and monthly basis, a a job or everyday thing. You know, you got to be consistent with who you are. Uh, Communication. Coaching is is such a relationship business from top to bottom. Uh, Athletic department is, is such a relationship business top to bottom both who you know internally and externally um because you can't turn it off you can't say hey i'm gonna be like this when i'm with around the you know like in the football program like say you work in the football program and then think you're gonna kind of like uh you know be a you know a totally different you know deal outside of because every all the the wires cross in this day and age of college football people know too many people they know how to get in contact with too many like too many people so it's it's word of mouth advertising or it could be your doom you know what i mean so you always have to be on and you have to be genuine you know what i mean and um so but at the end of the day i think it's it's good to add some depth you know obviously in depth and meaning obviously i'm assuming you know he would like to think that he he's going to be one of the guys starting i'm just assuming i'm not i mean I'm, if it was me i'm thinking I'm, I'm i'm first of all i'm starting okay not not only in my mind i'm here to show you but so how, they, then you create depth because you had another player in him, mm-hmm. established player, along with what you got, 
and then you got some young bucks too. Now, conversely, you know, on the surface, you know, your first thing is, you know, like as an athlete, and I've been in that position before where, you know, I was splitting time, knew I was the better player, wasn't very happy about it. I knew the work I put in versus the work that somebody else didn't put in. You got to, you know, you got to, you got to pony up, right? And then you had to deal with it and figure it out. And, the, you know, back then I was like, I was willing to sit out a year, you know, just won a couple of national championships, you know, you know, thinking it was all about me. But I can tell you what, the attention, when, 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 you know, sometimes when you need, ask for people's attention and you get comfortable in your environment, and then here comes the new, like another guy that you know is no joke, okay, your attention to detail and what I need from you. The message isn't as muddy or like you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's not all yeah whatever. That's just coach giving another one of his sermons. Okay, now I, now I know you're gonna have your notebook out. Now when I say you probably you know if we need more extra or more film time, maybe you should do some on field work. Okay, now your sphincter muscles puckered up tight. Mm-hmm. Okay, your feelings are probably hurt some. Mm-hmm. Okay, pride hurt some. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm going to tell you something that Deacon Jones told me one time. Deacon Jones. Um, and it was the funniest thing ever. And I was competing for a spot my second or third year. Met him. Actually, I was going to pick up my dad, and he was playing in one of these, like, NFL alumni tournaments. He's like, competition is good. And he's like, uh, he's like, you're, there's a big thing, a big pride pill that you're, that you're going to deal with, right, when you're going to competition. He's like, but if you drink enough water, it'll swallow it, and you'll be better for it. So you got to welcome the competition. Yeah, you know, there's no guarantees. I was like, I'm, I'm. You got to still show me. I know. You got to show me. That's sport. That's life. I know. You know, where's the, you know, if you show me, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna prove to you. Mm-hmm. If you get more of that going on and less talking mm-hmm. and more doing, then everything kind of takes off in like warp speed. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I do, totally get what you're saying. I mean, this, yeah. Speaking of all of that, the NFL draft over the weekend. I mean, I don't know where to start with that. I guess where I'd ask you right off the bat is, were you surprised JoJo didn't come off the board? I was a little surprised. or Yeah, I was surprised because of, you know, he had a productive two years, let's be honest. You know, he was – obviously this year was a really – was be, his best year. 72 tackles right. this year. Well, just the play – just consistency. He was yeah. been pretty good. And then he had it year before. Um you know, I think he tested out well and all that. I think he ran low four sixes. That's which is plenty enough speed. Showed coverage ability. Um, I was a little surprised, but see, like once you get like this is the thing about linebackers and stuff is like, you know, you get your top echelon guys, you know, but then everything like they like oh we can all we can just find another dude, and so sometimes you get caught in that like gray area, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of linebackers drafted, which isn't you know. Then there's like a supply and demand, right? And sometimes you get caught up in that. But I think with him, I think he's in a in a really good spot because his skill set and what the Colts have done before with smaller linebackers is perfect for him. And I think that he'll <clears throat> immediately help on special teams, maybe like specialty like groupings, small role on defense, and then it'll take him or give him more time to learn how to play off the ball linebacker, what which I played. Right. So when I got in the league, yeah, I had to learn how to play on the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the best thing that happened to me was go to Buffalo, had some guys that get nicked up and they play a ton of rookies all preseason. So I was getting that both inner squad sc- scrimmage with Buffalo. And then when we scrimmaged, <clears throat> excuse me, a team during training camp and I got in the game. So 
then I got lucky enough that one of the guys like had like a little cramp and twinge of hamstring and we went and played the Jets. The other guy was literally getting too much Gatorade, was kind of messing around on the other end of the bench. They needed a line. Boom, I get in there, make a couple plays. Now I got more value. So I think it's just more or less JoJo finding the right spot where he, where he can be successful because I think when it, with his skill set and the longer he's there, it'll be appreciated. Because I think a lot of these scouts these days are lazy and they look for things. It's easy to say, well, he doesn't have a position because he doesn't. It's almost his best attribute in college they used against him in the league, which should be the opposite. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So I was a little surprised about that. Yeah, he's a little older. You got a lot of guys that are older. And let's be honest, NFL don't care because the life of an NFL player, you don't even get vested. So they're expecting line. You know, the linebackers turn over so much, you know, if you're not established. So at the end of the day, if I'm in there making a decision and a guy's a year older. He's 25. He's right. going to be 25 right. on July 28th. Uh, I'm, I'm already knowing your shelf life is already low anyways because the amount of turnover at your position. So at that point in time, I know, you know, we got to get you through the first contract. So he'll – He'll go in there and earn him a spot. He just got to look, man. You got to you got to embrace the kickback league. The kickback league is learn how to kick back on special teams, and uh, you know, be on the coverage units. Be the first guy in, hardest worker. I always tell people to let your pads do your talking, and then you know everything will take care of itself. You got to stay healthy. Your best ability is your availability, and especially in the league. So if you can be there every day, and you got, and you're a guy that can play with little nicks and stuff like that. And you're, you know, you got the toughness. They can depend on you. You, you know, you move up. So it's, 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 it's not, a, you know, sign, seal, and deliver. It's over. But I am a little surprised that he didn't get picked. Um, Austin Allen. In any other year, he gets picked. It's a, it's a deep tight end class, and they didn't go off the board early. So then that kicks everybody down. Yeah, it did. So you're right. You know, um, he was the twenty first rated tight end. Right. At least Which. One. But see, then if you if you go One next year, projection. then he's like just ha- and if he has anything close to the year he had last year, then he's top ten. So this is what people don't understand about the draft. Okay, it's supply and demand. When you see underclassmen go so high, the supply is low. Okay, you get what I'm saying. So you can get like I would always ask people, do you think Zach Thomas is a fifth round pick? You know, he's pretty much going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right. So. Is he a fifth round pick, or he just got picked in the fifth round? Are you a second round pick, or you just happen to be in the process yeah. of you know yeah. of of you know, there's not enough Supply there, and, demand and the need is in in the need is there, yeah. you know. So, um, and also what people don't understand is if a year or two prior, a position or a player does well as a young guy, that makes Derek and Sip coming in that same position. Oh, I need to do that. Right. So when you look at the just say Cam Jurgens, look at two, the two centers. Um, right. So Humphrey goes to Kansas City, ends up being an all pro. Right. OK, well, dang, this dude's just coming from college. He's going to be all pro. Let's go nab us one. We got a 10 year starter. Right. Cam Jurgens is in a perfect situation. He has position flexibility and an off the charts athletic ability. Right. But then also he has Kelsey in front of him to learn from. Yeah. Jason it's, Kelsey. So it's mm-hmm. it's. it's, it's distinctly different to playing center in college than the pros it's different because you got Fletcher Cox in front of you you get get what I'm saying and then then the next week you'll have Aaron Donald then the next week you'll have 
you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. So you, so it takes a little time to make that adjustment, but he has position flexibility. And sometimes I think, in in my opinion, centers that come in and play guard, I think when they trans- transition back to center, I think they take off like no other. And that's a great thing for Cam. He's a guy that you can stick in at guard. Say like this year, somebody gets nicked up, right? He can play guard, and then when he goes to center, he's off the charts. You've seen Atlanta did it. Um, and then they got rid of Mac, and he now he's still playing for San Francisco. Uh, you see New Orleans do it. Uh, when Ruiz, the first-round pick from Michigan, came in, um, they had a good center. Now he's their center. Um, and then, you know, Cam Taylor-Britt, you know, I think it was good. Look, when you, you have guys that test test out well and um, and, and it's the time is right, it's good for him. And it's good for the program, too, um, to have two second-round picks. And then it's also good for the program to have Torrey get picked. Because I think he had a phenomenal all season, right? He had a good season. Uh, went down to the All Star game and was with East West. He was one of the highlights of the whole week. So he got in front of a lot of scouts that maybe not didn't get to see him during the year. Tested out well at the pro day, you know. Um, thought he maybe should have probably got a chance to go to the combine, but so what? He still got drafted, right? So for you guys on the on the Nebraska roster now, if you don't go to the combine, but if you do everything you need to do in the off in you know the off season in your interview process you can still get drafted so i think it's good for the program and also if i'm a coach on the staff right and i'm talking to players and i'm recruiting steve sipple mm-hmm. say you're uh i don't know running back yeah, or whatever back. and i say hey back. man you know here's the idea you know what, what we what we have for you you know maybe we need to move you over to the defensive side of the ball we're going to groom you to be a weak side inside linebacker mm-hmm. well now we have two guys that well cam came in as a well, was a quarterback in high school yeah you know and then here he is. He transitioned very quickly to, to a corner. to corner, yeah. which is one of the hardest positions to do. And he did it well. He did it well, obviously did it well. And then we took Cam Jurgens, who was a four, I think a four star recruit, a tight end, tight end. And then we he came to campus as a tight end. Yeah, as a tight end, right? Well, Alabama was recruiting a tight end. Yeah. And then we moved him to center, a position he's never played before, and he's mm-hmm. still learning. And it worked out for them. So what that does is like if you're trying to talk to somebody in the not maybe not necessarily in the transfer portal, maybe so. Maybe though. But yeah. anybody on your roster say, "Hey, look, let's look at you here." Even if from tackle to guard, guard to center, um, you know, say even like tight end to defensive, you know, something, any type of position change, we have success. So everything I think was good for the program. Um, ideally, like I said, I thought you know, Allen and JoJo should have got drafted. I would have liked to, you know, it would have been great to have five guys drafted. But I think that when you win, look at Cincinnati. You know, look at, uh, you know, when you win, they had nine guys drafted. Nine, nine from Cincinnati, yeah. which is not normal um, on a year. Say Cincinnati doesn't make it to the college football playoffs and they go to a regular bowl game, that might be down to six. So if I'm talking to my players, you can talk to me about you want to go to the NFL. You want to talk to me about NIL. You want That's fine. We can talk about it. But the most important thing is, on the field and us winning. Yeah, Bama squeezed that Cincy team with nine. They had nine dudes drafted, but Bama squeezed them. Yeah, beat the brakes off. Them. <laughs> I'm just saying, TP. The SEC is pretty good. TP. They squeezed them. <laughs> Georgia, for what it's worth, again had 15 Bama. draft picks. Uh, the SEC, 16 years straight now, most NFL draft picks out of the NFL draft. So 
Uh, they got something rolling down there in the south. Uh, that'll wrap it up here for the spillover. Of course, old school is coming up next. We'd like to thank you guys for for joining us. Thanks to Oshawn Mathis for joining us again at the top of the seven o'clock hour. So uh, head to uh, our podcast, um, you know, on Facebook, YouTube, theticketfm.com. Uh, any way that you can to go check out that Oshawn Mathis uh, interview that we had. Uh, thanks again, Sip, and thanks to DP and Jay for hanging out with us in the spillover. They'll be up next with old school.